0: Show me the truth that I'm not seeing, the
1: grace upon grace. Hello guys, welcome back to our episode uh, of Setting Our Thoughts Captive. And we want to welcome you back. Uh, thank you for listening. My name is Chitiz.
0: My name is Etuan.
1: And yes, uh, thank you for uh, being uh, our... Listeners? Weekly listeners, I guess, by weekly listeners. Thank for listening to us as we look into various topics uh, through the lens of Scripture. We set our thoughts captive through the lens of the Scripture. And so we have a very uh, important and interesting topic that we want to talk about today, which is almost like, you know, this is, I would say, the first part of two parts uh, that we're going to discuss. And it pertains to the role of Mary's right so we want to talk about the roles of husband and roles of wives uh, and so today we're going to discuss we're going to focus on the husbands and then the next episode we're going to focus on the wives and so so husband and wives in in context of Mary so just to begin with we have to set some foundation here uh, first is that you know Mary's is, is is designed by God this right? so is a God's, God's Institute Wait, hold on. Did yeah. you
0: did you say exactly what the topic is today?
1: The role of husband. Husband love your wife.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. All right? right. I, I did I not say that? I don't I don't know. Okay. Right. <laughs> I think I did. I think I did. So we we're focused like on husband. I, I feel like you're I feel like you're moving quickly. quickly you, you're, yeah. you're moving super fast super right fast. now. No.
1: Yeah. Alright, <laughs> so the topic today is we're gonna be focused on the husbands, right? Husband love your wife. Which we find in Ephesians um, five, yeah, and so and Colossians and Colossians and yep. and various other places in the Scripture. To be okay. honest, uh, but but in order to get to that point, we have to almost uh, set up a foundation, and I want to set up a foundation on on Mary's quickly, not not too long, and then I want to set up a foundation on what. On what foundation does our Marys is built? On what foundation do we look at these roles that we are going to talk about this week and the next episode? So first and foremost, Marys is designed by God, right? It is it is, it is the God-ordained God, institute, God ordained institution. And, and you know, when I think about this, uh, when we look at the Marys or when we look at the roles that we're going to discuss about husbands and wife, uh, one of the things that comes to my mind is that, you know, we have a choice if we want to get married or not, right? So, God asks us, God desires for everyone to be married. There are some exceptions where people are single and we have a choice whom we are going to get married to. Now, there is a condition, right? If you're a believer, you are to get married to a believer, right? You're not to be unequally yoked and we've already done a episode on that so you guys can go back and listen to that. There is a condition but you do have a choice on whom you decide to get married with but you don't have a choice on what roles we have in Marys. And that is that is important for us to start with because the roles that we have in Mary's is also given to us by God. It is by God's design. It is assigned to us by our God Himself. And because God is the one who instituted Mary's, he is also the one who decides what roles we're going to play in Mary's. And so that that is that is the foundation that I want to like the quick foundation of that I want to build up as we move towards the role, specifically the role of husband as we're gonna to discuss today. Uh, now when you think about the Marys, right? I think I think Mary's is a glorious picture. Right? It's a glorious picture and display of Christ and the church. Of God's redeeming grace. It has it has a very sacred value. And and I feel like the value has been devalued in our culture today like like i, I was reading statistic that many uh men and many women uh, of of our generation and generation next do not want to get married right they want all the privileges and blessings of the marriage but they don't want to be committing to the institution of marriage it's been it's been highly unpopular or people say like oh, it's, it's an outdated tradition and and so and so but but it's not an outdated tradition. It's, in fact, it's, it's one of the ways God designs the government of family, right? So the, through the Marys, there is the government of family where husband is the leader and, and he leads his family to Christ. He leads his family to the glory of God. And so so Marys is important. It is it is by God's design. And, and the third thing that I want to build in this foundational talk is that the centrality for the reason of Mary's or the reason why God gives the role is not just that you know the so that the marriages would work, so that there would be less divorce, so the marriages would thrive, so the families would thrive. Those are I would say secondary reasons. The centrality of the reason why marriages exist and these roles that God has given us exist is for the glory of God is for the glory of god when we are married when we display the image of christ and church through our marriage when we uh submit to the roles that god has given to us and 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 fulfill those roles it brings glory to god Right? those are the that i would say is the main reason upon which we we can build up the roles and we can fulfill the roles that god has given to us in the marriage i think that
0: i you know i think that's an interesting point um just starting off right because when you think about anything that we do we're we're to do it for the glory or unto the glory of God Um, and obviously in the in in the the sense of marriage there's a way to glorify God just Mm -hmm. like in the sense of uh, how we dress there's a way to glorify God in the sense of uh, how we do business there's Mm -hmm. a way to glorify God Um, and so yeah I like I like that point so
1: Right. Continue. So, so absolutely. And so, so you know, before we discuss on the roles and 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 the particular topic that we have today, husband love your wife. I have to. I have to uh, talk about like a almost like a prerequisite before we understand this role. And the prerequisite is very important because if we don't get that, I don't think it's it will be it will be easy for us to understand the role of husband and wife. Neither would it be. Neither are we able to fulfill that role, and and the requisite itself comes in the scripture. I want I want to read this real quick, and it can address various misunderstanding that people may have too. It comes in Ephesians five, right? We're talking about Ephesians five, where Paul gives the uh, the or, or addresses the roles of husbands and wife, and and before he does that though, he gives us like almost the prerequisite, the the foundation that needs to happen in the life of a husband and in the life of the wife before they can fulfill the role of husband and wife. And that comes in Ephesians 5. You can read the whole chapter, but I, I want to focus on verses 18 to 21. Right? Verses 18 to 21. I do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit. Right, so, so, be filled with the Spirit is almost like, you know, be in the control of the Holy Spirit, right? When you're drunk, you're in the control of alcohol. When you're being filled with the Spirit, you're in the control of the Holy Spirit. Now, being filled with the Holy Spirit means in the scripture is to be in the control of the Holy Spirit through the Holy Scripture, right? So, to hold fast the word of Christ and allow for the Holy Scripture to change you, to mold you, to convict you, to encourage you through the word of God. Right. So that is the foundation. Right. Unless we are being filled with the Holy Spirit, we are not able to fulfill the role of husband and wife the way God wants us to. Right. So that 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 is very key for us to understand. I'm going to bring this up again and again as we even discuss the husband, uh, the role of husband and wife. The main reason is that we need the help of Holy Spirit right. to be the husband and wife. We need right. the help of Holy Spirit. Anything you want to add to that?
0: No, I think. Okay. I think. I, no, I think that's absolutely true. The things that we're going to talk about uh, today, um, in order to fulfill them, in order to, to do them in the way, again, remember, these are God's commands, mm-hmm. right? And so, if we're gonna if we're gonna be obedient to the commands of God, if we're gonna we're gonna keep his his commandments, his word, uh, we have to be enabled uh, because his words are life, and the only way that we can keep them if if we have new life
1: absolutely absolutely right so and and then in verse 18 it talks about be filled with the spirit verse 19 it talks about addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual uh songs singing and making melody to the lord with your heart Now, now not only we are to be filled with the spirit but we are to be consumed with the worship of lord right so the role of husband and wife is also an aspect of worship not only that but husbands and wife in their marriage are to be consumed with worship right so so Again, we we've already. I think we've done an episode on on family worship, have we? I think last season we did. If we not, we probably should do one. I don't know if uh, it was last future. season, but okay. we we
0: definitely did a. Okay. Yeah. If we
1: haven't, then we will we will definitely look into it, and then we will do one because I think family worship is very key, uh, for 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 husbands and wife and children to come together and worship our Lord and Savior. That that's one of the result of being filled with the Spirit. Then the attitude behind the worship is giving thanks always and for everything to God. Again, like it goes back to the centrality of glorifying God in your marriage, right? So this is the foundation. Be filled with the spirit, be consumed with the worship, have the attitude of thanksgiving for the glory of God. And then verse 21, giving thanks always and for everything to God, the father in the name of our Lord, Jesus Christ, submitting to one another out of reference for Christ. Now, this is, this is, I think, uh, one of the verses that, that is misused or misunderstood because oftentimes people look at this submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ as is, is 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 the same thing as wife submitting to the husband. And so, so I've even like you know you've discussed that right when when in marriage people talk about mutual submission and the, and the
0: wife submitting to the husband.
1: Yeah, or, or they pretend to just like how uh, they they almost see similarity between this mutual submission. With wife submitting to the husband. Okay. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Because I, I feel like even, even you've said when in marriage people often talk about mutual submission as if the same thing is wife submitting to the husband. Okay. Have you? D- I, I, <laughs> you I shouldn't, I shouldn't have interrupted you. Okay, I'm going to okay. let you keep, going. Okay, so Just the keep reason, going. The reason why I'm saying that is, is, is that here. There is a sense of mutual submission in marriage. But it's not the same as the roles that we fulfill in marriage. What is this mutual submission? We have to address this, right? The mutual submission here is out of reverence of Christ. This mutual submission is submitting to the roles that God has given to us in marriage. When we look at this in context and we understand the individual specific roles that God has given to husband and wife, this submission is submitting to one another out of reverence for Christ is husband submitting to the role that God has given to him and loving his wife is Christ loved the church and wife submitting to the role that God has given to her and submitting to her husband. Yeah. Right? So this mutual submission is in context of submitting to the design of God. It's not about husband submitting to the wife just as the wife submits to the husband. Does that make sense? Sure, sure. Yep. So.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, okay. Okay. Right, does that cool. make sense? Right. cool. yeah, yeah. So
1: in in that sense, that is where the mutual submission is supposed to happen. but I you know a lot of times you hear in the marriages like you know they focus on mutual submission as if as if it's the same thing as wife submitting to the husband or husband submitting to the wife. That is not that is not that is not what this is. The context here is out of reverence for Christ. It is out of we want to submit to the design that God has created. and we are all called to submit to the design that God has created. Um, now, Based on these three, I would say, main prerequisite of of Mary's, uh, like this is the, this is the passage that often take people when I do premarital counseling, this is almost like, you no, know, it's, it's building you up for that role of husband and wife, right, so being filled with the spirit, right, being in the control of the spirit through God's word, be consumed with worship, understand that, you know, in, in Mary's, your roles, the fulfilling of your roles, and what you do in Mary's is to be for the, is, is an act of worship to God, and thirdly, it, thirdly, is to, is to be, in the attitude of thanksgiving, so that goes back to always do everything for the glory of God. And lastly is mutual submission. We submit ourselves to the role that God has designed for us in Mary's. Now, what has God designed for us in Mary's, right? So that's where we read the verses. Uh, you you want to read the verses, this one from 25 to t- 33, and then we'll kind of dissect that or all right. Uh, all
0: right, Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church. And gave himself up for her to sanctify her, cleansing her by the washing with water through the word, and to present her to himself as a glorious church without stain or wrinkle or any such blemish, but holy and blameless. In the same way, husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. Indeed, no one ever hated his own body, but he nourishes and cherishes it, just as Christ does the church, for we are members of his body.
1: Right, so, right here we see uh, wait, what, what comes to your mind, the first thought that comes to your mind when you read this verse that one, and we'll, we'll go in detail and in brief, but what comes to your mind in the, the first first thought uh first
0: thought is uh, uh how I'm trying to think of how to articulate like yeah. what <laughs> <laughs> You know, husbands love your wife just as Christ love the church. Yeah. What? Good. Um, you know, I again, this. so this will then go back to your first point of being spirit-filled, mm-hmm. right? This command right here is massive. It is, yeah. Massive. I'm being compared. My love for my wife should model... Mm-hmm run parallel in the same way that christ loves the church yeah
1: absolutely what? right and it's funny because i didn't know you were gonna say that because i was reading this verse this morning and i was just praying and meditating on it and that was my first thought too I was like you know this this is an immense responsibility right it's a great privilege to be to be compared to you know or to be to have the example like hey you are to love like christ it's a great privilege but also is an immense responsibility Right, and so so it has a it it comes with a great responsibility. But you know what I thought was really that the stood out to me was like you know husbands, the day we married our wives, we're we resume the responsibility to represent Christ in our marriage. I mean, just think about that, right? So we resume the responsibility to represent Christ in our marriages mm-hmm. and we are to love like Christ loved. And so you know that again like just as Christ loved the church. Now, no, let's 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 think about love, right? Because love is one of the main <laughs> verb or, or one of the main uh command given to us, right? So let's let's define love before we get jump into anything else. Right. So let's define love. What what is love? What is love? <laughs> uh I <laughs>
0: So, I, you know, obviously you have 1 Corinthians, yeah. right, defining what, what love is. But I think uh, here we have agape love, mm-hmm. um, which denotes sacrificial. Mm-hmm. Um, but also love is an action. Love is a mm-hmm. verb. Um, so love is not something you fall into. Love is not something that... Um, a mere feeling. Yeah, it's not something that you... Um, find mm. uh, love is something you do you choose right yeah
1: absolutely so so when i think about you know love and, and and even in ephesians 5 like and walk in love is christ love and loved us and give himself for us there's a sacrifice right there right a fragrant offering and sacrifice to god so love for me is is, is you know it's a joyful sacrificial love Seeking the highest good of another, right? So Christ did not sacrifice for us to give a good, happy life, prosperous life. He gave his life for us to give us the highest good that we can ever achieve, which is eternity with Lord, Mm. eternity with Christ, eternity with God, right? And so joyful sacrifice, love, seeking the highest good of wife. And I would add to that empowered by the Holy Spirit, again, going back to being filled with the Holy Spirit and for the glory of God. And so that agape love is a sacrificial love seeking the highest good of another, in our case, seeking the highest good of our wife, empowered by the Holy Spirit and for the glory of God.
0: Yeah. Right? So so when you say that, though, right, that establishes the standard. Right. Right? If we're going to love our wife the way that we should, Christ has set the standard. Exactly. And that standard that he set is a sacrificial love. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, So that that implies, too, um, when you say like the highest good of another, that Mm -hmm. means in order for that to happen, there's something that we need. Mm. And there's only something that... So within ourselves, we don't have it. True. And He needs to provide it for us. Absolutely. Right? And so, i.e., salvation, right? Mm -hmm. But... Coming through righteousness, mm-hmm. uh, so we are separated from God, mm-hmm. and Christ reconciles us to to God mm-hmm. by giving up, by dying on the cross. So there, there's another aspect yeah. that we're going to touch on, dying, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but also the, this this righteousness, right, that we need, and so Christ meets our need, mm-hmm. um, and so in the same way that standard that we see with christ loving the church is we see death we see a meeting of a need Mm -hmm. Uh, but also i think too uh there is if if we need the righteousness of christ that also implies uh, through that that separation of god our current state Mm. um and the current state of us before Christ is wicked sinners, Yeah, right? So there's nothing also good about us, right? Yeah. No one seeks after God. Mm-hmm. No one is good. And this, I think this is an important point to remember, too, when it comes to loving our wife, not to say like our wives are, not to downplay them, but to emphasize the love that Christ has for us. M- meaning um he didn't look at look at us and say oh Shatiz, you're so wonderful lovable yeah so now i'm gonna love you yeah. yeah yeah but but in other words uh there's nothing desirable about you yeah but i'm purposing or i'm choosing mm-hmm. to love you yeah regardless
1: yeah while we were yet sinners christ died for us right that's how his love was manifested for us so that's so, the standard yeah that is the standard Absolutely. And so let's, let's dive into that. right? So, so the model that you said, the example, the standard that we have where we understand husband's love for the wife. right? It's, it's easy to say husband love your wife. How? What is the model? What is the standard? What is the example? Well, the scripture says, just as Christ loved the church. And so before we tie in to how husbands should love their wife, let's think about, let's discuss for a few moments, how did Christ love the church? Right? And I knew you'd already touched on it a little bit, but let's, let's describe that. Let's describe that a little bit, right? because I think that will help us to think through, you know what, this is how Christ loved the church. This is how I should love my wife. Right? So let's, let's think about a uh, few few ways Christ loved the church. Yeah. And, and the first thing that comes to mind is he gave himself. Right? Okay. Uh, we read in uh, Ephesians 5 two right? Christ loved us and gave himself up for us. And, you know, when I think about, like, Christ giving himself for us, the first thing that comes to mind is, like, no one forced him to, right? He wasn't, like, dragged into the cross, right? Mm-hmm. He willingly gave himself up for us, okay. right? And, and, and then uh, that, that's why when you pulled up John 15, my mind was in John 10, as I was studying this, when John 10 talks about, you know, how he was a good shepherd, how he's a good shepherd and how he laid down his life for his sheep. Right? So he didn't force himself to, to go to the cross or had resentment going to the cross. No, he went to the cross delightfully, gladly, uh, Right, uh, knowing, knowing all the pain that he was going to face. But he, like Hebrews 12 says, for the joy that was said before him. Right, And uh-huh. so as Christ gave himself up for us, we are to also give ourselves for our wife. That's how we love them. Yeah. Right? So husbands are to love their wife in the same manner too. Mm. Now that is like, like you're very right. Like just, like, you know, just like how we are loving a sinful person, that is also loving a sinful person. Loving anyone in this manner is also contrary to our nature too. Mm. Right? Because we are also sinners. Mm. That's very contrary to our nature. In fact, our flesh hates it. This joyful self-sacrifice is not, that, is not something that comes naturally to our flesh yeah right and again going back to that's why we need the holy spirit yeah right that's why we need the work of god in us right so 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 this kind of love uh, that is that is self-sacrificing is not natural our love is more of self-seeking but Mm. the love that that we see from from christ to the church is giving in nature that he gave himself it's giving in nature seeking the eternal good of another
0: yeah you know when you talk about what does this look like, and what some examples? Right. You, so you mentioned uh, uh, Christ dying on the cross, uh, but also just think about the 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 ministry of of Christ. Right. He was rejected.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. He was rejected. Mm-hmm. He was misunderstood. Mm-hmm. Um, he was deserted. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was neglected. Yeah. Denied. Uh, he was denied. Um, all of these different things that that despite what he experienced mm. did not stop what he purposed to do
1: absolutely and and you know the, the when you said that um, obviously my mind went to John chapter 13 right verse 1 where he says like he loved them to the end. Mm. And then he's talking about his disciples who did all that that you just mentioned, right? Mm-hmm. And right there he says he loved them to the end, to the maximum capacity of the way he could love. He loved them to the end. And in a, this, is, this is not something also that is new in the New Testament, right? Even in Old Testament, we see an example of God's love to Israel, mm. right? God, he presents himself as the husband of israel mm-hmm. and in israel continuously betrays the husband mm. right continuously yeah. and in ephesians uh, isaiah chapter uh, 54 verse 5 uh, i'm gonna read this for your maker is your husband the lord of host is his name the and the holy one of israel is your redeemer and god of the whole earth he is called and if you read ezekiel chapter 16 uh is, is is another immense chapter where it talks about how israel has been so unfaithful to god to her husband and yet God makes a covenant of of redeeming israel mm. right so that's that's like despite despite right yeah. so, so this love does not expect anything in return Ooh. right Uh-oh. it's, it's Uh-oh. a love without expecting anything in return <laughs> right it's it's, it's 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 a love that has no end right and and and, you know i i look at that even in in hosea and gomer right which which we see the story but it's a big in a bigger picture story of us and christ right how christ loved us like how hosea had a wife who is unfaithful to him who cheated on him who also had children with another man Mm. yet hosea chooses to love her Right And in Hosea chapter 3, verse 1, let me read this. This, is, this, is, this was really gripping to my mind. If I can find Hosea. My Old Testament game is weak, bro. <laughs> you know, what I find really interesting in, in Hosea is like a lot of times, you know, the focus goes on the unfaithfulness of Gomer, but the focus of Hosea is not that, right? The focus of Hosea is the grace, the beauty of and the forgiveness that he presents and the love that he, that he expresses to his wife that he chooses to express to his wife so but, e- re- but but yes. even
0: you know when you think about that we know who we are in that story right yes right we are the harlot yep. we are we we are the ones who are unfaithful undesirable undeserving of this love because of our sinful mm-hmm. wickedness
1: and 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 you know what you said right now is exactly what the lord says in in hosea chapter 3 verse 1 right look at this Uh, and the lord said to me go again love a woman who is loved by another man and is an adulteress even as the lord loves the children of israel though they turn to other gods and love cakes of raisins Mm. right so so there there is that this verse like i could not i could not stop not like I couldn't move on from this when I heard this right mm-hmm. when I read this this morning it was like man Hosea was called to love his unfaithful wife and we look at like man what what great like this this love is and stuff like that but like you said we are the Gomer in the story mm-hmm. and yet God chose to love us that is the model of love that God has presented before us and that is the way we are to love our wives yeah. right self sacrificing giving in nature
0: yeah you know and I think too um, you know when you talk about that it brings up it brings up another point um, that that we that we see in Christ um, um, that should be true of us too as husbands right so you have the self-sacrifice mm-hmm. um, but but even even in that there's self-denial mm. there's a dying to oneself that is, that is required for us to be able to do this. Absolutely. Um, and if we're gonna if we're gonna love our wives like we need to, we have to die to ourselves daily. Mm. Um, and um, sorry, uh, <laughs> I think I think when we when we look at dying to ourselves, there's a lot of things that we experience. Where we want to exert or um, demand our rights not be violated, mm-hmm. right? Um, but rather than, than uh, coming from a sense of pride, we need to come from the place of humility. Mm-hmm. Because Absolutely. our wives our wives are going to say stuff to us that we don't like. No. Or they're going to do things that we don't like. Or they're not going to do things that we want them to do. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not perfect. No. Uh, but the, uh, but that is us, right? Absolutely. Christ has commanded us to do this. We don't always obey Him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he told us not to do certain things. We don't always obey yeah. Him. Uh, we don't. We don't do what we always should do. Yeah. and yet He loves us.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh,
0: and so, in the same way as a husband, um, in order for us to truly, truly walk this thing out. We got to mm. we
1: gotta die to ourselves. Absolutely, got to And it, when we don't do that, right, and that's where that's I think a lot of uh, our cultural mirrors is headed towards because it's so feeling best. And when we don't, when our rights are violated, let's just say that, right? When we don't hear the things that we uh, don't want to hear and, and, and when, when we hear things that we don't want to hear and when it doesn't go our way, we don't feel love anymore. We don't feel like loving the other person anymore, mm-hmm. and then that love is gone, mm-hmm. right? That love is gone. Oh, we're not compatible anymore, mm-hmm. like we were thirteen years ago.
0: Yeah, and, but and see, and and what's the problem with that? I think you set the standard when we first started. So let's let's as we move through these verses again, let's kind of just um, set up more a little bit more of the framework so we can keep yeah. this in the guardrails, right? Yeah. So this whole thing that we're talking about is is enabled by the holy spirit dwelling in us mm-hmm. that's number one mm-hmm. if we're not going to start from there then we're not going to be able to do this no. in the first place no. okay yeah so so men we must be spirit filled and as mm-hmm. you said that is being led by the spirit because of the word of god that is rich richly dwelling in, in our, our hearts absolutely as we are looking to to respond to certain situations as we're looking to right. Uh, do certain endeavors whatever we're looking to do it's for the glory of mm-hmm. god it's being submitted to the word of god that is directing our mm-hmm. lives so we, absolutely we must be spirit filled
1: right and i often say this like in another topic like you know my horizontal relationships like like you know our our relationship with our wife is only stronger when my vertical relationship mm-hmm. is stronger mm-hmm. right yeah. so we always focus on our vertical relationship first once that is fixed i think it it, it It automatically works out in my horizontal relationship, whether it be with my wife or with my children or with anyone else, but specifically right now with my wife. Right. Okay. So, So, mm
0: Spirit-filled, what's the next thing I would say? I I would say the next thing is the position of your heart, Mm -hmm. right? So, this is going to only work if your heart is in the right place place Place. right so um your heart's got to be right Mm -hmm. and that happens also too right god's love has been poured out in our hearts Mm -hmm. Um, that's happened once we we've come to know christ god has given us a new heart Mm -hmm. and as we are being led by the spirit making sure that our heart is right we're also able to do this because here's the thing and you read it right Let let me just go back to it real Speak to one another with psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. And you mentioned rejoicing, Mm -hmm. right? So that's a heart filled with joy. Yeah. The attitude. The attitude of our hearts. Sing and make music in your hearts to the Lord. Mm -hmm. Right? What's the next thing? So we spirit-filled, a heart Heart uh, that is set right. And then always giving thanks, thanks to God, the Father, for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, right? So here is a heart also that's filled with thanksgiving, a heart that's rejoicing, mm-hmm. making melody uh, to, and singing to the Lord, but a heart that is thanking God. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is so important, too, um, because, again, your wife is not going to say, or do what you always want her yeah, to do. Absolutely. And so, when we are thankful to God, and we're 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 neglected, uh, when we're you know something said about us that we didn't like or that's not right, we are still able to thank God in the midst of that because we realize that even the trials that we are experiencing are allowed to come to us, and we know that God is in control.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. And, and and I think that thanksgiving heart also results us in, in, in fulfilling these roles in midst of various pain and aches that can happen in a marriage that co- that is between two sinners, right? In midst of all that, you can still fulfill your role for the glory of god the focus is on the glory of god the focus is being thankful to him the focus is on being grateful to him
0: right we don't just thank god when things are good absolutely we thank god even in the midst of trial and suffering absolutely right and and so this is again this is to acknowledge like us as husbands we got to be spirit filled. We got to have the right heart mm-hmm. attitude. Mm-hmm. All of that flows through the Word of God mm-hmm. and us submitting to that, mm-hmm. singing and 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 rejoicing in the Lord, and also giving thanks to Him right. in the good things and also in the bad,
1: bad things. Bad things. And and I would I would add like not add, but I would I would almost like you know put a bonus point on this. Is like mm-hmm. although you know the Ephesians five the, that verse eighteen to twenty one is given to both husbands and wife, mm-hmm. but I think there is a greater responsibility for a husband Mm. in this. The reason is because we are to love, but we are to also lead, Mm. right? We are to also lead in that aspect, right? So husbands are to love leading our wife to eternal good, right? We are to seek the highest good of our wives, Mm. and we're to lead our lives to eternal good and and welfare and and so husbands are to
0: you ha- jumping ahead man what's that? what do you mean you jumping ahead, <laughs> jumping you ahead. Slow, down. <laughs> slow down slow down yeah because when you when you start talking about leading yeah right that's what is that that's 26 that's 27 right right verse yeah. 26 27 you're jumping ahead take, <laughs> All right, slow now, let's,
1: let's, let's slow yeah. down let's <laughs> slow down man where, where are we at
0: we I think we're still at twenty five.
1: Twenty five, all right.
0: So so husbands love your wife just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. So so all that being said, right, so now let's talk about this this
1: sacrificial love. Alright. Yeah. We're still at sacrificial love. Yeah, sacrificial right. <laughs> love, yeah.
0: Because I think a lot of times us as husbands, we can we can visualize that when it comes to Christ but it's hard for us as men to visualize sacrificing for our wife daily in our lives, right? Yeah, we go to work. Yeah. Right? Right. So we we do that, but what else is part of that sacrificial love? Uh what would you say? What does that look like in marriage? Huh. Let me let me just yeah. Let me just um I'll kick it off. Right. Okay, right? So um you know, again like Christ has met the need that we have, right? And so I think too we need to meet the needs of our wife. Mm. Um our wives have needs, but in order to meet those needs, we got to know what they are. Yeah. Right? So um so this I think this involves like listening to mm-hmm what she wants what mm-hmm. she desires mm-hmm. you know so w- what does she need yeah you know and a, and a lot of times we we kind of tune our wives out um you know and we we're not always listening um but our wives might tell us hey i want this or i you know and and obviously there's some things within reason like okay that's not an actual need that might mm-hmm. be a want right and even that we got to balance that too yeah um but there's things that that she fears that Mm -hmm. we have to be aware of right Mm -hmm. um there's things that um what's a uh, there's she has certain fears she has certain needs she has certain goals there's certain things that she wants to accomplish and maybe she might not be able to accomplish
1: that without your help yeah you know so um be active in listening to her and her needs yeah yeah absolutely and and i you know when i think about giving yourself to your wife right i'm also thinking of you know giving your time energy doing things that pertains to their love language i don't know i mean you know what i'm saying like all those all those plays into the role yeah i
0: think i think also too though like and you mentioned this like um the the, the strength aspect like when we look at christ like the power of Christ to redeem us, right, um, is, is full on display at the cross. Mm. Um, so what we could not do to earn the salvation or the favor of God, it has come now to us, salvation has come now to us by what Christ has done. So the work of Christ, right? Yeah. And so I think in the same way too, um, So we we move, we also include, or understand that our wives are the weaker vessels. Yeah. So we offer strength and protection to them. Um, And so, uh, were you going to say something? No. Okay. Yeah, so like, so, um, you know, so a good example, I I, I don't know if I necessarily have a good example of just that, but I think.
1: I think it it was, I, I have it here we're going to talk about that uh, but but i was going to bring that up when we talk about it's our own body so i'll i'll wait because my point f- pertains to that but but yeah go for it uh, say say what you were gonna yeah say. i
0: mean i yeah i i just you know again with 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 that aspect of sacrificing yeah right Right, right. Our strength and our protection that we provide is a is a sacrificial part of what we can, what we are to
1: offer offer to our wives. Absolutely, and and I feel like a lot of times uh, struggles and marriages occurs when when we are more focused on the spouse's role rather than our own role. Mm-hmm. When we are more focused on how, like I'm only going to fulfill my role if that person fulfills their role. -hmm. And and in that sense, when we are self-seeking rather than self-sacrificing, right? And so, so I think Mm. as husbands, we are to take lead. We have a greater responsibility in initiating in in self-sacrificingly loving our wife.
0: I I would I would one hundred percent agree. I think um, what we see what we see here is Christ. Our God demonstrated his love, mm-hmm. and then now we have a response yeah. to that love, Absolutely. right? But it's his that comes first. That's true. Um, and so, again, guys, for us, the responsibility largely starts with us, right? We mm-hmm. are to love our wives, mm-hmm as Christ loved the church. And, and
1: what you just said, the sentence before what you just said is very key for us to understand because you said like, you know, Christ demonstrated his love for the church and in response, we love our lives. A lot of times what happens is we look at a wife submitting to us and in response, we love our wives. Do mm-hmm. you see the difference here, right? Yeah. Our yeah. focus, our, our aspect of fulfilling our role comes from us looking at Christ not looking at our wives necessarily right mm-hmm. so so remember that it, it, to hear that you know when we struggle to love our wives look at christ and look at how christ loved the church and that is that is a very i think that is one of the best important point that we that we should never forget is that christ is the one who loved his church and in response we love our wives not any other way and and I also would like to say that, you know, in, in this aspect, like, you know, loving our wife is also an aspect of our worship to our Lord. Oh, yeah, right? absolutely. And so so we have to remember that it's not an option. It's not uh, based on other conditions, but it's, it's, it's an aspect of our worship.
0: Why is it an aspect
1: of our worship? Why is it an aspect? Because it, it represents Christ loving the church, mm-hmm. right? It represents Christ loving the church. It, 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 it reflects a heart that is filled with the spirit it reflects a heart that is for the glory of god as we submit to the design of god Mm -hmm. right and in these various aspects like i often say like you know in in i often have to almost self-counsel myself too my biggest ministry is to my family Mm. right and so if i cannot love my wife is christ love the church and we'll read that again here in a second my ministry is also going to be hindered now i'm not saying that you know, god cannot use it for his glory; god can't but i know that i won't be blessed by it yeah. in the sense and i think i think that that's what uh peter talks about in in, in his word that i'm going to bring here uh, here in a little bit but i do know this that you know husbands are to love their wives as christ loved their uh, love the church and, and and we are to focus on Christ when we struggle, and we are to look at His model. We are to look at His example, and then we are to look at it as a, as an element of our worship to the Lord. Yeah, you know, Romans, when we submit to one another in reverence to Christ, be, through fulfilling this role. Yeah. Romans
0: 12, 1, right? Uh, I appeal to you therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, right? What God has done unto you, mm-hmm. done unto you, like. Offering you salvation, saving you, right? To present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship, our giving of ourselves to Christ, right? Um, in light of what He has done for us, mm-hmm. is not only uh, as a sacrifice; is not only um, what we should do. It's a it's worship. Uh, in, in the same way, too, like, here again, we have the words of God mm-hmm. telling us what we need to do, and therefore, like you said, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ, out of reverence for Christ. Our worship um, to God also happens when we obey what He says. Absolutely.
1: Right? We Absolutely. give honor
0: to God mm-hmm. in our lives by listening and doing what He well, has and, commanded and, us to do. And, uh, a
1: few weeks ago, when I... I preached on the God's love I said the, our love for God is best demonstrated through our obedience mm. right? best demonstrated through our obedience and so so we are to we are to we are to honor this role that God has given to us by obeying it not only as a duty but out of love for God yeah so yep yeah, so
0: so, yes. so so okay so now we we can get dri- we can drift <laughs> into the next part but let me just yeah. let me just uh, once again uh, because I feel like too we're giving we're giving practical ways to approach this right so husbands you got to be spirit filled mm-hmm. you gotta have the right attitude within your heart which will allow you to lead from a place of humility mm-hmm. um, dying to yourself mm-hmm. right right the bad things that that happen within your marriage that you are able to overlook to forgive um, and to just, disregard out of your love for Christ, um you carrying that cross, if you will. Mm-hmm. Right? And then that sacrificial love, meeting the needs of your wife, um, considering her, what she wants, what she desires, and then providing those things. Also uh, protecting her, understand dwelling with her with understanding that she is the weaker vessel. Uh, and then also from that flowing into that authority, right? Mm-hmm. So now we now let's get into uh, let's get into the next part of this.
1: All right. Go ahead, read the verses. Uh,
0: to so g- gave himself up to her to sanctify her, cleansing her by the washing with water through the word, and to present her to himself as a glorious church, without stain or wrinkle or any such blemish, but holy and blameless. Yep.
1: Yeah. So right here we see. An example of how Christ sought the highest good for the church. And we see the model of how we as husbands should seek the highest good of our wives.
0: Okay. And what's the highest good?
1: For for the church or for us, you mean? Well for the, our wives. For, for us is, as husbands, we are to seek the what would be the highest eternal good and welfare of our wife? What okay. Would, let's let's we have to build up off of there. Right. So the so, highest so, so th- a person can say Because you know, a person, an unbeliever can love, an unbeliever can love in a sacrificing manner too, Mm -hmm. right? But can they seek the highest good?
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Right? What would be the highest good? When I think about highest good, is is to a person to be saved, right? But if you're married to a believer, then that person to be sanctified, to be confirmed to the image of Christ, to be more like Christ every single day, right? So when I think about a husband loving and seeking the highest good of their wife, we are to lead our wife to Christ-likeness, right? We are to lead in a manner that is going to help our wives to be more like Christ in every aspect of their life. Hmm. And so that's where I bring the leadership aspect of it, Hmm. right? Just like how Christ sanctifies the church, right? Through the truth, through the word, right? And through His Holy Spirit, we are to also help our wife be sanctified. As we lead them to the truth, as we lead them, being filled with the Spirit, also helping them be filled with the Spirit, to the likeness of Christ.
0: Yeah, I like that. I mean, when you, when you say the highest good, and uh, one of the words that you use was like eternal, Donald. right? So the highest good bears the idea of having eternal weight tied to it. Mm. Um, and so we don't just we don't just um, love our wives by meeting just their physical needs Mm -hmm. right there's also this spiritual aspect Mm -hmm. as well that we have to consider
1: absolutely and i I think this is this is important to uh almost dwell through too because because you know a lot of husbands might be good in meeting the physical need right might be a good be good in protecting their family physically Mm -hmm. but i think i think there is a greater value in meeting a spiritual need of your family mm. and being that spiritual leader for your family right as husbands we are responsible to lead our wives and even as as fathers to uh, to with to our children to god and uh, to his glory yeah right so we we have that greater responsibility that we have to we cannot we cannot cannot uh, ignore like i read this book uh called catching foxes by john henderson and in that book he writes A husband who loves his wife this way seeks to help her glorify and enjoy her eternal husband, Jesus Christ. Mm. I really like that the way he wrote it and articulated that. A husband who loves his wife this way seeks to help her glorify and enjoy her eternal husband, Jesus Christ. Our goal in leading our wives, and that is the servant leadership is modeled by Christ, is to help her glorify and enjoy her Lord, her eternal husband, Jesus Christ. Mm. And and so we can talk about how we do that, but but that 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 I think is how we seek the eternal good and welfare of our wife. And so let's get into it.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, why don't you go ahead and kick it off? <laughs> kick it off right. yeah.
1: So how do you how how what are the various ways we do that? Right. Now, I think the first thing that I have to mention is like, you know, we do that by speaking truth in love. Mm. Right. We lead our family by speaking the truth in love. Just like Christ, we do not compromise with the truth. But at the same time, we're also very compassionate in our words. right? So the truth without love just comes out as tyrannical. Love without truth leads to destruction. Mm. So there is to be truth. That we speak, that we lead with the truth, but we also lead with the loving attitude, right? So, so when I think about it, even when we confront the sins of our wives, we are to be gracious, right? And we are not to avoid those painful interactions, right? The Ignoring the sin for the sake of hap- temporary happiness of marriage does not help in a long run anyway, Right? But even as we address we speak the truth with love that's the first thing that comes to my mind right so we have to strive to be tender and compassionate and that's that comes from the leadership of Christ himself mm-hmm. right when Christ laid he laid with tenderness he laid with compassionate but yeah and yeah I mean
0: you know um, it, it says to sanctify her cleansing her by the washing with water through the word Um and so, like you said, like speak the speak the word of God with love, or speak the truth. Um, you know, the other thing I think of too with that is just, you know, if if you're one guys, if you're not making sure that you're in church mm. and your wife is not with you mm. where she can hear the word of God, you're messing up.
1: Mm. Yeah. You know.
0: Um, if you're in a church that is not actually speaking the truth you're also messing mm-hmm. up you know so i think i think we see the word has this effect right mm-hmm. where it purifies us and yeah. and and i think we're getting we're talking about now like her purity mm-hmm. right the the yeah. the church is purified through the word of god mm-hmm. and in the same way in the life of your wife uh, that purity is elevated, which is which is beautiful, by the way. That purity mm-hmm. is elevated um, and in, increased through the Word of God.
1: God, yep. And 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 those two things. I would also add, like you know, you you you're gonna mess up also when you are not growing, you're not being filled in the Spirit through the Word of God in your personal life, too, right? You can't speak the truth when you don't know the truth yourself. Mm-hmm. As husbands, we have to. We have to almost like take this responsibility that not only our spiritual life is at hand here, but there in some sense, even the spiritual life of our family is influenced by how we lead. Mm-hmm. Right. So we are to take that responsibility. It's not only for our sake, but also for their sake. Yeah. That we are to we are to be grow in the word and we have to make word a priority in our family.
0: Yeah. John 15 Mm-hmm. Uh, verse one, and this is the, this is why I actually had it up. Is I am the true vine, and my Father is the keeper of the vineyard. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, and every branch that does bear fruit. He prunes to make it even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me, and I will remain in you, just as no branch can bear fruit by itself unless it remains in the vine. Mm. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. So here's the idea that we are now in Christ, right? We are in Christ, but there's this... There's this um, where we are growing there's this daily walk there's this daily dying to ourself there's this daily feeding on the word of god the daily denying of oneself and and this happens through the word of god and so in the same way with your wife as you expose her to the word of god it has this purifying effect Mm -hmm. right he says he cuts off every branch of me that bears no fruit and every branch that does bear fruit he prunes it to make it even more fruitful right so the word has the way of pruning us and making us more and more and more like christ and so if we're gonna um if we're gonna present her to god without mm-hmm. spot and wrinkle we need to be exposing her to the word absolutely. as much as possible
1: absolutely right and in, in that sense like you know even like like the family in itself is, is, is like it's almost like this a small church in itself right that's mm. how the church comes and and submits to the word of God and and is led by the word of God is sanctified by the word of God that is preached right in the same way husbands we have to lead our family in the word of God so they are purified right they are submit to submissive to it and they are sanctified by the word of Christ Mm. and so that's why husbands we have to take that role and that that, I think that is that is something that I see lacking in many husbands right we're so uh, great in, in, in being the physical protector, provider for our family, but how much are we doing in, in being the spiritual protector and provider for our family, right? And, and I say spiritual protector because, you know, there are influences in the world yeah. that, can, that can expose or that can distract our family from the Christian worldview, biblical yeah. worldview. What are we doing to protect them spiritually, and so that falls on us as husbands, right? That is a great responsibility that falls on us. So, yep. So and, and so let's um, uh, as I think about this, right? So we read the word, and and what are some practical things that we can do in that aspect, right? How can we practically lead our family, and specifically our wives in this in this context, in the word right and i know you've hinted already a few things but let's let's look at it few few ways right like i think let's just go back off of what you said by taking them to a solid church that preaches the word mm-hmm. right so you're taking that responsibility what else can you add can we add to that I, I i would add to that like by by also an aspect of family worship where we are reading scripture with each other mm-hmm. where we are where we are um uh, not only reading but applying the scripture in our marriages right so mm-hmm. that happens with as aspect of family worship mm-hmm. right what what else can we add to that bible
0: study bible study yeah she can be a part of a, a, a women's bible study yeah um or there can be certain certain books that we add to, um that, 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 you, that read you read with each other yep so yeah. um you know and and this is too also where your local church could be really a good resource like right. if you have a if there's a good women's bible study mm-hmm. like uh i know lauren has a um does a bible study uh with another lady at our church um you know these these certain types of things are ways where that where she's constantly being exposed to, to the, the, the word, word of Christ.
1: god yeah, absolutely and and you know in a way the way you're leading that is by by allowing her to do that right like by by taking care of other things right like by taking care of the children yeah. whilst he's doing that, right? Yeah. But at the same time, but you are also by, by with your family worship and all, you're also leading your family, you being the leader in reading the scripture, mm-hmm. right? So we have to lead, like, you know, when we think about leadership, oftentimes people think about physical things and stuff like that, but we have to also be leaders in these things. And then mm-hmm. the reason why I'm, I'm going back on that again and again and again is a lot of times I see wo- men not taking that leadership, and say, when it comes to the spiritual things, mm-hmm. a lot of times I see the reverse. Mm. Almost, right? The women take that, that role. And so, men, we are to, we, that's not by design of God. We are to take the, the role of spiritual leader of our house, mm-hmm. right? For our marriage to be thriving, for us to fulfill the role that God has given us, we are to take that role of, of being the spiritual leader of our family. We are to be the leaders in praying. With our wives and praying for our wives. Where to be the leader in reading the scripture. With our wives and reading to our family. Where to be the leaders in confessing our sins. Right? Genuinely confessing our sins too. Where to be the leader in also giving away forgiveness and giving grace to our family. These are all the various spiritual aspects where we ought to be the leaders too. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, you know, I think when when you say that too, I... What comes to my mind is the fruit of the Spirit, mm. um, right? So again, you know, going back to being Spirit-filled yeah. um, and, and peace and patience and, um, you know, all of, the, all of these things that are the fruit of the Spirit should be true in our lives. And, uh, you know, I, I'll just say, too, like, it, it can be hard.
1: It is hard.
0: It can be hard, yeah. you know, like, man, you wake up on the wrong—you didn't <laughs> get a good night's sleep— you know you wake up and um tonight uh, you know i don't know some people might like this but i don't <laughs> like this and my wife would never cook this by the way so i'm just i'm just giving this as an uh, an example yeah. um uh sloppy joes are for dinner mm. i hate sloppy joes yeah. I hate sloppy joes. I've only
1: had cafeteria sloppy joes, so my my, my I've, view is the I've same as yours. I've had cafeteria.
0: <laughs> I had home cook. I had, you know, it doesn't matter. It's, it doesn't matter. I don't like I... it. <laughs> yeah. It's too sloppy, sloppy sloppy joes are for dinner. Yeah. You know, and, and it's not even on a brioche bun. It's on a regular bun. <laughs> yeah. You know, and. It, the day's not going the way I
1: want it to go. <laughs> That's funny that your your day is affected by what's for dinner. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> well, you do it only once a day, so that, that is that is important part of the day.
0: So my wife makes sloppy joes. Yeah. She knows I don't like sloppy joes. Yeah. So now I'm upset at that. Yeah. I'm not thankful to God for mm. for her sacrifice. I'm you yeah. know it's just all of this different where I'm focused on getting. Yeah. I'm focused on me oh, yeah. instead of focus on her mm-hmm. and giving. Absolutely. You know, so, absolutely. So and it can be it can be it's hard. It's hard. It's hard.
1: Yep, absolutely. And, and and you know, that was my next point too because you know, we can say all these things. Yeah. But we have to remember in all these things that problem is that you are a sinner who's married to a sinner. Yeah. When we said I do, we said I do to a sinner and and she said I do to a sinner. And so there are times when you know our we may not cooperate. And our wives may not cooperate. And and our sins may bring grief and pain in our marriage. That's why, again, going back to what you just said too, was that we have to go to the foundation that we have to be filled with the Spirit. Yes. We have to focus on that. We have to understand that you know am i being controlled by the holy spirit through the word of god or am i being controlled by my own self-seeking desires right yeah Yeah. is my response
0: bitterness exactly is my response anger exactly is my response unthankfulness lack of gratitude if is my response slander is my response something that does not acknowledge Mm -hmm. that god is sovereign that god is good Mm -hmm. and Whatever he says, I'm going to submit to that. Whatever comes, I am still gonna glorify God. Is mm-hmm. is that my response, or is my response glorifying and lifting up my flesh?
1: Absolutely. And you know, our our and and, and we've already highlighted this several times too, right? Yeah. We fulfilling our responsibility is not based on our her. wife fulfilling her responsibility, mm-hmm. right? It is based on Christ. Who has given us an example? It is it based on our worship to Christ, right? It's also that's why we we've said it again and again. It's giving in nature. It's not receiving, right? And so we so even as leader, right? There are times when when you may lead your family, but you may not get the respect and honor that you expected yeah. when you lead. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I I can I can remember like my dad leading us in family worship and how grumpy or how bad of a mood that we had about that <laughs> we were <laughs> dragging ourselves to worship but my dad being consistent right he like yeah he res- he deserved respect mm-hmm. and, and 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 honor for his consistency and and i now i can see that and i can give him that but at that time no it wasn't right and and i can already picture like you know he's how often the temptation to like you know just give up was mm. there for him like you know this is like nobody appreciates it why but you know we are to be consistent in loving our wives and leading our wives and leading our family right mm-hmm. because it is the focus is on christ that is how we honor christ that is by design that god has instituted for marriage to thrive and and i would say i would say that when we do that god does bless faithfulness Oh yeah. but god does bless faithfulness and then we will see we may not see on a temporary run, any any changes, but we will see it in long long run. All right, so all right, so let's 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 continue.
0: Yeah, I, I, I th- yeah, I think uh, so. 27.
1: 27, Yes, let's go to twenty eight now, right? Oh, let's oh, go to twenty seven. Twenty What oh. do we have in twenty seven?
0: And to present her to himself as a glorious church, without stain or wrinkle or any such blemish, but holy and blameless. When you read when you read that, are you just thinking of?
1: The future, amen.
0: Well, yeah, the future, or are you just thinking like that ties in the twenty six with uh exposing her to the word?
1: I'm thinking, I'm thinking both actually, okay. On this, right? I'm thinking right now, as as we are progressively being purified, right? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, also, when I think about like, so that he might present the church to himself in splendor without spot or wrinkle or any sort of thing that she might be holy and without blemish. When I think about she might be holy and without blameless, I'm thinking about in future, obviously, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm also thinking she's progressively becoming more holy and without blameless. Yeah. So I'm thinking of that both in the sense.
0: You know, when I, when I think of this too, I think so, and to present her to himself as a glorious church. What comes to my mind also is uh, the fact of honoring her. Mm. Um so you, you got the, the the part of like providing for her and, and all of that. And then you got the part of exposing her to the word mm-hmm. of God. But then you also got the part of honoring her mm-hmm. uh, uh, as a glorious church, right? And to present her to himself as a glorious church. And so I think this, this, this idea of lifting her up and honoring her, uh, is something that we also need to incorporate, yeah. and I, and I, you know, I, I, think I'm guilty in a lot of this stuff too, um, and I'm, I'm trying to get better. But I think specifically too with this one is an area that I mm. really need to work on, where I honor my yeah. wife, um, and 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 glorify um, and respect. Right. Yeah, and giving like, her respect, Absolutely. like lifting her up. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I
1: mean, one of the things that my one of my professor in my marriage counseling class said that was really that stuck with me was like, remember, your wife is the daughter of Christ, mm. is the daughter of God, mm. right? Fellow so, heir, What's that fellow heir? Yeah, fellow heir, right? And so, so remember that that you're you're not only she's not only your wife who's a sinner who's redeemed, but she's also the daughter of your father, uh, your heavenly father. Mm-hmm. And so that, that, that automatically implies honor. Mm. Right? That automatically implies giving her the respect that is due. Just like I am the son of a uh, heavenly father. Mm. Right. Yep. Yeah. So, all right. So, yeah. So verse 28. Okay. In the same way, husbands should love their wives as their own body. He who loves his wife loves himself. Uh, Let me just read verse 20. I think they go along with each other. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as Christ does the church, because we are the members of his body. So, husbands, love your wife is your own body. It's, It's interesting that Paul uses that word because I almost feel like, you know, it's like for a sound man, right? For a person who is in right man, he does care about his body. Mm. You know i saying in a sense like, you know, he does not harm his own body purposefully.
0: Yeah.
1: Like if if someone I see is like cutting himself off, the first like, go, oh, hey, what's going on in your mind? Yeah. There's something wrong, right? There's mm. something wrong. So just like that, the, the 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 thing that Paul says, like, you know, how we take care of our body we are to also take care of our wives. Mm. Right? We are to also provide for them. Like you know, I, I think about like when when we are thirsty, what do we do? We drink. When we are hungry, we eat, right? When we sense some harm, we almost like guard ourselves with various measures of protection. In the same way, husbands are also provide and protect for their wives as they do their own body. That's what I say. What What would you add to that?
0: Uh, yeah, I think you know that's. I so like thinking of okay, um, a man that doesn't love his body that that harms himself, right? You you mentioned like the cutting mm-hmm. or any mm-hmm. like. What that could look like in marriage is how we speak to our wives, right? Mm-hmm. Colossians three talks mm-hmm. tells us to love our wives and do not be do harsh. harsh with them, yeah. um, or be embittered with yeah. them, you know. And so I think our response to our wives um, when they ask us to do certain things, expressing a need, is it, uh, is it, you know, uh, what do you want now?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, you know, oh, you. You know, why did you do that? Right. Da-da-da-da-da. Like, just constantly hurting our yeah. own flesh. Absolutely. right? Which goes contrary, again, to that. Honoring her and lifting her up. Um. And so... Yeah,
1: I, and, and, and absolutely, you know. And, and oftentimes, even when I... Like, where I feel, like, oftentimes it sounds like, you know, an entrepreneur will often say, to you, like, how are those words ever up, even uplifting? Mm. right it's because you can use you can confront or you can address something to destroy a person or to build that person up Mm. right and so so it's not only what we say that matters it's how we say matters too yeah right and so it has to be it has to come it has to be received with grace like Ephesians 4 says yeah right it has to be received with grace at the right time uh, with the right words right the truth without compromising the truth but with the attitude of love and so yeah just like how we care for our body, we are to we are to care for our wives too, and yeah. we are to we are to love them, we are to respect them, we are to give them the honor, and that's what I think. I it think it's now time to read First Peter, okay. Seven. <laughs> Go ahead. First uh, Peter verse three seven. Likewise, husbands, live with your wives in an understanding way. And we live with our body in an understanding way, right? Whenever the, our body needs it, we provide for it. In the same manner, we live with your wife in an understanding way, showing honor to woman mm-hmm. as the weaker vessel. Now, now, this, this weaker vessel there, I mean, we, we could do a whole podcast on this, to be honest, you know, the weaker vessel in a sense, physically, I would even say weaker vessel in a sense, somewhat spiritually, because of, of a lot of people It will even look at this, like, you know, how Eve was prone to deceitfulness.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, deception deception yeah right?
1: not deceitfulness deception i was thinking yeah. of that word but can deception so 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 husbands are to provide that spiritual protection towards them too so so look at them as also they are weaker like generally women are weaker than men so you're also physically protect them since they are here with you of the grace of life so that your prayers may not be hindered. So so not only we are to show honor to them and live with them in understanding manner, oh not only we are to live with them in understanding manner, but we are also we are to also show them the honor because they are here with you to the grace of life. They are the daughters of the king. Right? They mm. are the daughters of the king, so they are the princesses. So we are to treat them and give them honor and respect that is due in that sense. So well, I mean, anything you want to add? And, and then the, what I like in what First Peter 3 says is that, so that your prayers may not be hindered. You know, when I was... You like that? I like that. I like that. No, in a sense that it's a, it's a greater challenge, right? In a sense that it is a greater conviction. It's almost like, you know, the Lord saying like, you know, if you don't live in an understanding manner with your wife, I'm not going to live in an understanding manner with you. If you're not going to listen to your wife, now again, like, you know, we have to balance that out. I'm not going to listen to you. Your prayers are going to be hindered, mm. in a sense. You know what I'm saying? So there mm-hmm. is a greater, that's why I like that, because there's a greater challenge. It's not It's not just like, you know, optional at that point.
0: Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, even, you know, we talked about the strength um, and the protection that we provide, like that delicate vessel. I mean, he says right here, fellow heirs are the gracious gift of life. So uh, in terms of when it comes to that, they're they're equal. Yeah. Right, absolutely. Um, but you know, your wife has some needs, and you're stronger. You're bigger than her. She's changing the tires on the vehicle. She's carrying the couches. She's doing all this physical labor, and you and you say, "Good job." <laughs> that's that's what you're supposed to do. It's like ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous when we don't dwell with them um, in a way where we're understanding, mm-hmm. and and when we don't, when we when we don't do what we're supposed to do in that manner it's like come on man yeah. like i'm not listening to you yeah. you're not listening to her needs i'm not listening to your yeah. needs
1: absolutely and so that's i mean for me that that is that is uh that is what i think about when i think about the roles of anything you want to add to that what we've talked about you know and and, and these are all like I, 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 when I studied this, like, you know, there's so many way, things that I can improve upon, that I can change, oh, that yeah. I can do Me better, i there's too. so yeah. many things that I can do better, and, 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 but the thing is that, you know, the more we are filled with the Spirit, through God's Word, God almost, like, brings, exposes our sinfulness, right, but also leads us to the righteousness, no. And so we ought to be willing, we're to strive to obey God's command, God's role that he has given us. It's a privilege to be the husband of my wife and to be the leader of my family. And so with, with the privilege also comes greater responsibility. We are to strive to be the better husband every single day because it honors Christ, because it, is, it makes us more like Christ. But at the same time, it also, it also influences our family it also represents Christ to our family and mm-hmm. so so you know to to it's not only for our own eternal sake but also for the sake of our wives and our family we are to resume we are to take up on the responsibility of being a loving sacrificial servant leader that is mm-hmm. a husband right mm-hmm. and yeah. so that is that is important uh i had one another like almost like a bonus section here but that does not particularly pertain to the husband but i think i've seen this being an aspect that that affects marys and many things Is like you know the the bonus section was like you know when when the when god gives the command of or institutes the marys in in genesis 3 he talks about how you know you're to leave your parents and you're to cleave to your wife right now oftentimes we look at that leaving our parents is 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 being like you know we look at it physically our mind goes to physically leaving the house of the parents and cleaving to our wife i don't think it necessarily means that it can be that what it particularly means is that you know as husband and wife we are no longer under the authority of our parents anymore our authority is christ and after christ is the husband right and so that is that is what that verse is meaning. It does not pretend it doesn't mean obviously abandoning your parents I mean we look at First Timothy five, it talks about how when there's widows it's the children that are to take care of them. Right? And so so it doesn't mean that, but it does mean that you are no longer dependent upon your parents, or your parents are not your authority. Christ is your ultimate authority, and after that in your marriage husband is your authority. And so so we are to maintain the institution of marriage in that manner. That's that I mean I was just, I was reading that and that was the part that, you know, came along with it so i, I thought i was going to highlight that but other than that i mean for me the main thing that i could draw from this or in the summary point is like you know husbands it is our responsibility to be filled with the spirit to grow in the word of christ so we can lead our family towards that manner so we can fulfill the role so it all starts with us right and then secondly we are to love our wife sacrificially giving ourselves to her leading her to christ and to the glory of christ we are to be the leader we are to initiate that we're to be the leader in in, when it comes to the spiritual things of our of our family and then third is that we are to live in an understanding manner with our wife knowing what her need is and meeting that need but at the same time also showing honor to her as the daughter of the highest king those are my summary what 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 would you like to give your end thoughts this one uh um, challenge the men here
0: challenge the <laughs> men. uh i think you kind of you kind of just touched on it um when you talked about servant servant leadership mm. and i think when we look when we think about us being servants are rather leaders in our home we don't necessarily look at it from the aspect of being servants mm. it's like i'm in control you do this you do that yeah. da, 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 da. and then in a, in a sense um that is true right um when, when it talks about wives submitting to the husband um the, which is our
1: next episode
0: yep um that it does it denotes that the husband is the one who is leading mm-hmm. And then she falls under that. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not the idea of she's right next to him, right? Um, it's it's more of a military term, right? So you have someone who's in it that's leading, and then someone that's subordinate to that. It Doesn't mean that they're less valuable or mm-hmm. that sort of thing. We saw no. that already in Peter, right? right? Um, but but the the idea too that I think is so so great and jesus addresses this where he says uh the greatest among you will be your servant for those who exalt themselves will be humbled Mm -hmm. and those who humble themselves will be exalted and we touched on this in the beginning about that dying to yourself uh and that requires humility Mm -hmm. it requires humbleness right and so um I guess my last point when we think about all of this and 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 loving our wives like we should it's going to require us to be servants mm. and it's going to require and and then this it's a like we lead but we lead from such a low aspect in terms of how we approach it mm-hmm. you know I'm not this tyrant I'm not this dictator I recognize who you are within Christ. I do this in reverence to Christ, um, and so I put your needs, your desires, before myself.
1: Mine, yeah. Count others more significant than yourselves, right? Yep. That's that's the blueprint of humility. So yes, absolutely. So yeah, uh, as I said uh, just a few moments ago too. No, um, I didn't say I was done. Oh, you were, okay? <laughs> I didn't know you passed, I said, so, right. "No, I'm,
0: I'm kidding. I'm right, done." Go for it. I'm, I'm, oh, you I, done. Were I, I'm Okay, kidding. I was like, pause. So,
1: <laughs> all right, so. Um, uh, I hope that this has helped you guys as it has helped us in, in thinking through the role that God has um, assigned us, God has designed us for in Mary's. Uh, next episode, we're going to talk about wife submitting to the husband, the role of wife in Mary's, right? And, and, and so, you know, we're going to look into the scripture for that too. And, and, and you know, I think, I think it is also an important uh, topic to talk about, right? Uh, I think we live in a culture where people don't want to discuss that or, or people don't want, especially men, to discuss that. I look at it as like it's not the matter of, of of can men discuss it or not. It's the matter of Scripture. And and so if we are as husbands leading our family through the Word of Christ, then we are to look at the whole counsel of the Word. And so I feel like husbands can, men can discuss this because it's in the Scripture. And, and I look at it as like in the same thing, like, you know, when people come, for me from marriage counseling they've been married for 25 years i've been married for only five how can i give them the counsel it's not because i'm talking out of my experience it's because i'm talking through the scripture right so i can give counsel even through then by looking at the lens of scripture and that's what we're gonna do next episode i hope you're gonna tune in with us and be blessed thank you for joining us
0: peace peace